isn't that long but i was like very specific on why i chose their butts so <laughs> i'm intrigued i'm intrigued this is this is sorting for quality just yeah. fine handcrafted quality quality over quantity <laughs> okay. for sure because right. right. i like a lot of butts and sure. I, you're, you know, you're more of a quantity person normally you're just like give me six or eight butts no, no, here's the thing with how I see butts. This is the intro, is by the that, way. <laughs> this is, you know, I I love butts, okay? Sure, sure. So Who doesn't? it doesn't necessarily matter if mm. they're big. Right. Like, it's more about, like, who they're on. Yes. And then if I'm like, you know, if, if I like you or I think you're talented, I'm like, yeah, like your butt. Like, I'll sure. just be like, yeah, even if it's smaller, even yeah. if it's a Hank Hill style butt. Yeah. I'm fucking here for it. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to ask before we get started. We didn't make this. Uh, we didn't make this distinction before we um, before we started deciding our picks. What's the status on front butts? Are we doing front butts or just back butts? Uh, welcome, boys and girls, to another fucking episode of Halloween is Forever. I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm Steve. <laughs> We're getting off to a uh, wacky, wild, and horny start it's here. Definitely going to be a horny episode. We are talking about our favorite, uh, or perhaps just the most iconic of horror movie butts. You guys, we are deep, deep into the thickness of September. Uh, this will be our last episode of September, which means next week's kicking off. Little October spooky season is in full effect, you guys. It's chilly outside. I got my little, mm, got my little pumpkin spice coffee over here. <laughs> I'm talking like this for the whole episode. I've got Ugg boots on. You can't I, see them. I do not have a filter for vocal fry for that kind of level, Steve, please don't do that. It's me, <laughs> your dude. Um, all right, so we you know, are. I, I'm just happy that like we officially now can wear layers. I just want to cover my entire body up except for the butt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just that, that, assless, that, I mean. assless jeans. <laughs> Uh, even I like have, I, I wear I like a, I'm wearing a, a flannel balaclava mask, <laughs> but butt cheeks fully exposed. Yeah, assless jeggings. <laughs> assless jeggings. Oh man, um, it's that assless season, flannel. guys. Get get out here! It's time for assless jeggings. Uh, you guys make it happen. Um, yeah, we, uh, well, let's, you know what, before we, before we get into any of this other madness here, first of all, this time of year, we get a lot of new listeners, guys. Uh, and I would like to say that this is, this is certainly not necessarily the type of topic we do all the time, but we do do a lot of talking about butts just in the standard every week episodes. So we figure we might as well designate an entire episode to them. Um, 
But if you're new to the show, this is our last mini-sode of September. Next week uh, is going to be our showdown episode where we picked, uh, randomly we were assigned three movies from the John Carpenter repertoire. We do a little thing called uh, uh, October John Carpenter Showdowns, um, and Steve and Meg just so happened to draw, Steve drew Halloween 1978, and Meg drew The Thing, 1982. I got assault on Precinct 13. That's fine. I'm going to be really the special guest referee. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be the Mike Tyson. You guys can be the, you know, DX versus who was in that match where Mike Tyson with this, was the special guest referee? Stone Cold. Yeah, it was Stone Cold, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that I'm sounds too predictable. Stone cold. Yeah, you, you're Stone Cold. <laughs> what? Steve's, <laughs> st- Steve is, uh, Steve is, um, is Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I am, oh, wait, hold on. I have a butt centric uh, Mike Tyson joke. What did Mike Tyson? Why did Mike Tyson call off work um, the day after he did a bunch of squats? Why? Because he was thick. Uh, All right. So, (laughs) you know, because he has a lisp. I get it. Yeah. 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 Um, Edit we that out. Edit Brian. it out. Edit it out. <laughs> no, I think, I think <laughs> nope. we need to leave it in. I All right, think we leave need to in. show Brian's embarrassing <laughs> jokes. Uh, embarrassing for you, maybe. Um, all right. So anyway, go uh, back and watch those movies because next week we are going to talk about those three movies. We're going to have a showdown. We're going to vote. I'm not going to win, obviously, but either Steve or Meg are going to take home that some bitchin' strap uh, for uh, for the month of October. And then the rest of the month, we're going to have a whole bunch of spooky, ooky ass episodes. We have a few of them planned. We have, you know, maybe a little wiggle room there. So if you have any Halloween spooky themed episodes, uh, perhaps, you know, our favorites of Tales from the Crypt episodes or um, favorite, you know, something. It doesn't have to be media even we could talk about fucking halloween candy i don't give a shit um drop us those suggestions and follow us on the social medias uh at halloween is forever on instagram uh halloween is forever podcast on facebook at hallow forever on twitter halloween is forever pod uh at on the ticky talkies or halloween is forever pod at gmail.com for those that are in them emails all right guys do you have beverages that you'd like to discuss i have half of that i have a beverage okay (laughs) i don't necessarily want to talk about it i've already talked about my beverage i just worked like an 80 hour week i'm fucking exhausted i just got home from philadelphia i'm half sleeping and i am just chugging coffee but i got a little pumpkin spice creamer in there my killer clowns uh mug which says in space no one can eat ice cream uh, I feel you know, like you have like on pocket pumpkin spice. Like, do you just keep it with you all the time? Like, in I a actually little baggie? piss pumpkin spice. So I just <laughs> jiggle my wiener over my glass of after my coffee mug, and I just get a little taste. Mm, just a little little drippy pre Wait, are you pumpkin spice. That you might be eating your own cum too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if it's if it's, it's, his. it's if it's pumpkin spice, then of course I am. I'm gonna go out and spend money on something my body produces naturally. It's it's really got to be uncomfortable for people now if they're out to eat with you in your like Texas Roadhouse, and yeah. then you take your sweet potato to the bathroom. No, I just put it under. The, I'm discreet about it. I just put it under the table. I kind of hug up to the table, like press my belly up under the table, and then they just kind of see me just jiggle it a little bit, and then it's like back up on the plate 
<laughs> and, then, and then I go to the bathroom to wash my hands after, obviously. I'm not a monster. Right. Um, Sorry. The visual in my head is so ridiculous. Yeah. It's a horrifying, it's a horrifying suggestion. What are you guys drinking? Garbage. Garbaggio. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm living the shit show life again, guys. I mean, you know, you know how I roll. I am yeah. uh, drinking. I got some more Iron Sydney in my hand. I'm still, I keep buying it because I'm waiting to buy um, a 15 pack that's made over here at mm-hmm. the new facility. And mm. it's just not happening, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Look at your face, Steve. You're so disgusted with me. What a waste of money. <laughs> it's not a, a lot of money. Of- it's, not, it's not a lot of money. It is, it Why is, is it a waste of money, though? <clears throat> Would you say that about like hams or PBR or any of these other ones? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's there's so many better things today. out there. there you are. could be out there buying Belgians. You know, instead <laughs> you're buying Trezash from fucking Latrobe. <laughs> Let, or let, me, let me get you this little beer that I like to drink called Reading Premium Lager. That'll straighten you right out. 16 ounce cans. Um, I'm waiting for my delivery still. What's a, yeah. Okay. Listen, I'll get you as much as you want. You tell me. I'll get you as much as you want. Steve, what are you, uh, what are you drinking? What kind of poop I mean, are you drinking? I, I, I'm being shitty towards Meg, but I just have something just as bad. It's, yeah. uh, it's, but. It's like rolling rock. Yeah, it's rusty it's, cap rolling rock. It's a honey brown. And oh. I like a, I like honey browns. I have been but a this long is, time. This is from Genesee. Mm. Yeah. This you is that Genesee what? honey brown. Have mm-hmm. you guys ever had, I think the brand's called Dundee? Oh, yeah. Way back in the day. Do you remember? Do you, I, I wonder I if they're still around. I haven't. Yeah, they used to do a, a pretty, I mean, now we're, we're going back like 15 years, but they used to do that uh, variety yeah. pack. Mm-hmm. I think Dundee was definitely one of those. It was either produced by like a FX Matt who makes like Saranac mm-hmm. or All in that same area though. or Somewhere City Brewing. There, Somebody was contracting because yeah. I'm pretty sure Dundee was one of those made up brands that didn't actually like there was no Dundee brewery. It was just mm-hmm. a brand yeah. that was created by FX Matt or something like that. But like even the labels kind of reminded me of like a children's book. It did. You know it almost I mean? had like a, a weird like <laughs> over the garden wall kind of like aesthetic as ever as I remember it. Yeah. Like they were cool. Like Peter Cottontail type artwork, you know. Yeah. But like I thought the beers were solid, but you saying a honey brown just reminded me of that yeah, entire didn't they have like a my honey, life. They had like a honey dunkle oh, yeah. or something like that in it. Something. And then they yeah. like definitely had a pale ale. Like I just or remember like they all porter. had a specific animal for each. Yeah. No, uh, I'm trying to Maybe think. Maybe not a honey I, porter. I'm but yeah, they, had, they had their own like each individual brand in the variety pack had their own little like Humpty Dumpty-ish little mascot. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. Oh, I've had this before. It just yeah. the, the original like the original artwork is like pretty boring. Mm. Like mm-hmm. on the bo- yeah. on the on the bottle, it's like a little bee and he's banging a drum. Mm. But like the the normal one just kind of looks like just indistinguishable from the Newcastle. Mm. Yeah, honey yeah. Brown. yeah. The, they, um, I'm just googling out. They did have a honey brown. Yeah, it was honey brown. There you go. Yeah, I there remember that now. It just it, I just never knew that was Dundee because it doesn't say Dundee anywhere on the fucking labels. Mm. Yeah, for a minute they had like Dundee variety pack. Like they were like calling it up by name. Here's a small world is that you saying that's from Genesee. Dundee, it's actually was Genesee who did it. Was it Jenny that brewed it? Mm. I gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, that sounds about right. 
That sounds about right. Uh, Bringing me back to my early 20s, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, that was when we were splurging. You splurging <laughs> for that variety pack. All right, guys. Listen, I, I don't want to delay this anymore. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here and I want to talk about some dang butts, you guys. So I'll tell you the theme and we're just going to kind of bounce around. We'll kind of go around the horn, you know, uh, decide who wants to bring one up and we'll discuss it a little bit. We'll discuss the the butt itself. Of course, the context of the butt in said film, perhaps even the performer whose butt is on display or isn't on display. Yeah. So anybody want to anybody want to jump in with one of their favorite horror I was pretty, I will, I will, because I was pretty excited about one of the first one because I obviously, you know, your girl got the thing just as a reminder. Mm -hmm. Um, So Kurt Russell's been on my mind lately. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I always always appreciate his butt in general. So I was just in my research, I remembered death proof. Yeah. And so now I have a sidecar butt favorite after mm. being reminded of the scene like do you guys remember let's paint the picture um we're in the bar we have a bunch of young people they're all drinking and at the end or end of like they're about to leave kurt russell he's like you you owe me a lap dance so right. we have a lap dance scene with vanessa Ferlito, mm-hmm. and um it's the coasters i think it's called down in mexico was yeah. the song so the song was baller yeah, great the song. The lap dance was baller. The butt was baller. Mm-hmm. So and are we talking, we're talking Vane- Vanessa's butt, not not yeah. uh, uh, which, yeah. wh- what is the name? Not Kurt's butt. <laughs> Arlene yeah. she played. But uh, listen, Kurt, Kurt's got a butt on him. Right. It's he not, does. But, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to see, you ever see those her, jeans? Was, you ever see him in those jeans and overboard? Yeah. Now, I know it's not a horror movie, but that, that, the man got a butt on him. Time and place, Kurt yeah. Russell in the 80s knew how to wear a pair of Wranglers. Mm-hmm. Can we call these dad jeans at this point? Because your girl gets horny for them. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, back. Yeah, dad jeans. It's like, it's like, uh, it's, it's the opposite of mom jeans. Like yeah. they, they actually like same, but, same vibe though. Like yeah. high waisted, very mm. tight. You're actually accentuating the, the roundness or lack thereof of the mm-hmm. butt. Mm-hmm. by pulling them up higher but that's the thing is like you know i'm imagining like a flat butt dad with the mm-hmm. uh, with the with the jeans on where it's like any bit of butt is now flattened out more like they weren't flattering to wear they were like mm-hmm. they look like you were gonna like put them on and then you'd be like the fucking tin man like you can even bend your legs <laughs> <laughs> i guess i guess that's just more of a testament to kurt's butt then because he you know was able yeah. to be sh- shapely within those mm. I yeah. mean, that's why we did away with those in the early 2000s is because we all wanted carpenter jeans with an obscene amount of pockets and yeah. a little bit of movement. Yeah. All right. TM, TM, TM. Let's make a pair of high, like, you know, high-waisted Wranglers that you have to hike up. Mm-hmm. But pockets. I know it's all super popular now, but maybe. Mm. I just had advertised to me on Instagram a pair of pants that actually have a magnet as the as the buck or the button mm. and mm. when you sit down it comes apart and when you stand back up it comes back together <laughs> you know clothes are getting revolutionary now those are thanksgiving jeans yeah they are i'm worried <laughs> that are. if i do decide to flip my wiener up into my waistband somehow the <laughs> magnet is going to like 
somehow damage my penis. You know mm-hmm. what? Like I don't know about magnets. I don't know how they work. I come from the the juggalo world of magnet understanding, where Brian, I don't even know where magnets I am work. Now questioning how often you were putting your dick up, up, flipping like, it up, like, like flipping sometimes it up. Like, just to change it up. Variety is the spice of life. So sometimes you flip it up and if the magnets on the other side of it, it's almost like, you know, are they like electrodes? I don't know how magnets work. What if it fucks up my dick? That's a shirt. What if it fucks up my dick? You have to wear underwear with those though, because like, even if you're not Maybe. doing, yeah, even if you're not doing tummy sticks like Brian is like, <laughs> You're gonna like the magnet's gonna pinch your hair. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and and when you got a when you when you got a bush like your boy got a bush, it's gonna pop out as soon as it pops open, and then you're gonna and then all of a sudden the magnet's gonna snap closed and just pull mm-hmm. all your pubes. This ain't good. The, yeah, this is logistically a challenge. Just, just these, wear these stretchy pants. Jeans. Don't don't fuck around with this. Yeah, yeah. Wear stretchy pants. <laughs> Yeah, you got if if there's a mechanism on your pants that might fail, resulting in your genitals being exposed. I think you guys are just instantly creating problems for this product because I was still pretty excited. I am. I'm assuming a lot. I'm (laughs) assuming we're we're creating problems because, like Brian said, like the the more mechanisms you add, the more points of failure you have. If you just wear stretchy pants, then Mm -hmm. you just have. So now you're telling people to wear spandex, and I'm not opposed to this. But there's a lot of people who will be like adamantly against spandex. So it's either okay, choose stretchy pants or magnets. Stretchy pants, sweatpants. Mm-hmm. You can go track pants like I do. Wait, are three we stripe talking life. about what's it's all stretchy? Three stripe life. Adidas. Oh yeah, the Adidas one. <laughs> Dressed like an Eastern European mobster. Wait, those are also. Are we gonna also bring up the button off ones? Mm-hmm. We're gonna. We're talking about those too. Yeah, yeah, all of it. Just <clears> you know, <throat> remove the magnets, remove the zippers, stop pinching your pubes. <laughs> Don't get in trouble. Come on. Self care. Yeah. It's all about self care, guys. I love myself um, enough. <laughs> Don't let my pubes get like mm-hmm. stuck in a magnet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course not. All right. The people have spoken. All no right. magnets. Yes. That one was on my list. That one was on my list yeah. as well. That was a good one. That I got was a good one. one. And I'll just keep going because it's, I mean, we're in that Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez realm. So okay. just go right to a very obvious one of uh, I know where this is yeah, going. Selma Hayek in from Dust Till Dawn. Oh boy, oh, oh. boy! As as El, El Satanico <laughs> Pandemonium. That's a sick name. Boy, they does that woman have a butt? She got in everything in a big in a big way. Yeah. You know, that, you Selma. respect the butt at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not typically one of these people who are like, oh, the the kind of n- like knockout, like superstar actress type of person. That's mm-hmm. not normally the ones I directly go towards. But Selma Hayek is just uh, alarmingly attractive. I call her the triple um, threat. She's got the face, the tits and the butt. She just is. Uh, she's she's something else. She's something else. I can tell you. 
catching this movie on the old, you know, sci-fi channel or perhaps even an HBO early in the morning as a child. It was a coming of age tale for me. <laughs> and it's obvious, you know, she, obviously she's very attractive and an obvious it's proof of an unjust God because of how attractive she's remained for so long. Yeah, it's annoying. But I I want to take a turn down feet lane for a second. <laughs> right. All right. Getting weird early yeah. on. All right. So we like Tarantino gets accused of having a foot fetish like all the time. And every time yeah. people bring that up, they bring up his films. Yeah. But I think a lot of people forget this one because it was directed by Robert Rodriguez. But Tarantino mm-hmm. is in it. Mm-hmm. And in the, in the film where they first introduce Satanico uh, pandemonium, she comes out, she's doing kind of a like a teasy burlesque dance with the big snake and everything mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. comes to the table where george clooney and tarantino and harvey Keitel are seated and she picks up a bottle i think it's of mezcal and she mm-hmm. sticks her whole foot in tarantino's mouth and he does a shot as she runs the mezcal down her leg through her foot mm-hmm. into his mouth yeah right and I then mean, he just sucked yeah, and then he just sucks the fuck out of her toes. So it's like yeah. it's far worse than anything he's done in any of his other films because he's directly but you involved. Don't think that he was like, "Hey, Robert, come <laughs> on over here, let's make a deal." Yeah, you don't think he had something to do with For that? For sure, he did. It would have been. I feel like this he's is conniving like a to get that paid under the table to Selma Hayek. If that was the if that was the case too, which I mean, it's still acceptable. You mm-hmm. know, pull her side, be like, "Hey, I'll toss you a quick five k." Put your foot in my mouth. Well, he also <laughs> wrote the screenplay. He wrote the screenplay, yeah, well, so he wrote himself into it. And he's like, "I." That's what I'm saying. I guess I'll this have to play it. this role because I mean, we couldn't we, land Matt Damon to for you it. To have a foot fetish because we shouldn't be no, in no, a kink no. shame. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not trying to kink shame or no. anything. It's just, it's just all Let's the times people the point. People all the times people point out Tarantino just like filming Uma Thurman's feet or Margot Robbie. And he's mm-hmm. just filming their feet. But this movie, yeah. he's getting a whole foot in his mouth. And then he wrote that yeah. screenplay. He put himself in that position. Like, you don't you yeah. don't need the other evidence. This is the evidence. And this is before yeah. everything yeah. else. Uh, right. Not subtle. That, I think this is this is white <laughs> privilege at this point, right? Also, wait, also. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a complete joke no because he got to re- he wrote the film oh okay he wrote I was it gonna in, say, maybe he's probably so is. famous and no one would question it is like what i'm getting it as uh, i see Sorry, i see, see yes you explain yes. the joke and then it doesn't matter anymore <laughs> yeah yeah listen i i thought i was missing something there but yes um he definitely um Quentin Tarantino, it's well established. Look, and we're not, like you said, we're not here to kink shame. But we're also, we're not here to talk about beats, guys. We're here to talk about <laughs> butts. So I am going to throw out an unorthodox one. Okay. This one um, is uh, a stunt butt of sorts, but there is an actor present. The actor's name is Charles Lucia playing Mr. Jim Whitney. Anybody know what I'm talking about yet? Mm. Mm. He is uh, the uh, father of one Mr. Let me get his name here before I forget. Of one Mr. Bill Whitney, played by Billy Warlock. Does that help? No, this is... We're talking about 1989's 
Society. Oh. He's butt dad. I don't rem- Oh, <laughs> damn. I just want to Google butt dad right now. You'll get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you'll get it immediately. Are you familiar wait, with Society, 1989? Wait, I, I literally just like Googled it. It says Society, 1989 horror film, butt face head scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm, I have it mm-hmm. on. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. What oh, do yeah. you have it? I don't know if you guys can hear yep. this. Hopefully, you can't hear this. No, we can't hear this. I'm a butthead. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, classic <laughs> quote. If you've not seen Society, oh it is a fucking weird, awesome '80s sci-fi gross-out horror movie directed by the legendary uh, Brian Usna. And this movie is so fucking strange, but it also is like very relevant. It has tons of you know, themes of like uh, classism, socioeconomic disparity. Um, But also there is a series of scenes, one of which kind of culminates with um, what is referred to as uh, the shunting. shunting. (laughs) And the shunting is basically uh, this giant um, alien orgy that's happening where they are kind of melding together uh, and it's all practical effects, lips, tits, assholes, everything melding together in this kind of weird, almost like in the thing where he sticks mm-hmm. his hands into Wilford Brimley's face mm-hmm. uh, or yeah. not Wilford Brimley into uh yeah, Wilford Brimley too, right? There's a couple different scenes where that happens. Um, I was t- thinking about the, the the military guy, the tall guy who talks like Sam Eagle. Anyway, um, <laughs> like it is gross and but and slippery. Yeah, and there's just a lot of things going on, and they basically like you know feast upon poor people basically during this like rich, uh, weird cultish um, uh, like sex ritual. But one of the scenes. Billy goes into his uh, parents' room, and this is as things are all unraveling, and his dad's bent over, and his face is coming from between his butt cheeks, and it's practical effects, and it was one of those things where when somebody suggested that, like, in the, you know, <laughs> or, or, or wrote it into the script, I... Uh, just an unbelievable amount of respect I want to give them for saying, you know what? We're going to fucking figure this yeah. out. We are going to literally put his face between two butt cheeks and make it look like someone's bending over his butt. His face is coming between the butt cheeks. And then, of course, he makes a terrible joke that he's a butthead. Do you think this is literally where the phrase butthead came from? You know, because I feel like this feels like uh, an origin story. I think this is where it peaked yeah. as a phrase. Oh. Yes. This is the greatest use of it ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, this is, I'm going a different direction early on. This is not a, a horny, mm. uh, not a, horny not a good one. I would say, I, I call it a, a good it's one. A, it's a, it's a, it's a weird, um, uh, and I remember the first time seeing it going like, holy fucking hell. It's like the first time you see like, Rawhead Rex, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, the, the, Something like that, where you're just like, oh, Jesus Christ, they're going for it on this. Um, Especially because this film, like, it takes a while to build up. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of it's a lot of paranoia and like classism 
building up yep. and you're not quite sure what it's building to. And then mm-hmm. to find out that it's building towards sweaty alien orgy that where yeah. they consume the poor is like, mm-hmm. Holy what? Why? What? <laughs> it goes. It's like, yeah, the whole thing pretty much seems like this kind of like pretty standard mid late eighties, like teen. Yeah. Like paranoia kind of flick, like the parents are out to get us. And then all of a sudden it just takes a giant swing uh in the last act and uh it's a fucking mad sprint to the finish i for sure need to watch him yeah yes society is society is a thousand percent worth a watch all right we are coming back around the horn here meg what's your next uh what's your next horror butt Ooh, um i have two to choose from right now um i'm actually gonna go with christian bale and american psycho mm. strong butt. solid that was on my uh, list. But yeah. In the tidy whitey scene. Yeah. Well, even more so like post sex scene when he's even chasing around the one chick with a chainsaw. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Like, this is perfect. This is exactly what I want yeah. in life. You know, it's exactly what I yeah. want to see. So classic. Yeah. It's tight. You know, I overall that movie anyways. Hilarious. Now you mean <laughs> cheeks or, or, or anus? Um, it's tight. All of it. <laughs> Yeah, I would say, I mean, he, he is tight butthole as far as personality goes, but he might be a little bit more loose butthole in the bedroom. But oh, maybe yeah, not. He, he so? was very controlling, and he did want mm. the one chick to eat out the other chick's ass in that scene, yeah. too. So it's like, don't just sure. look at it. Eat it. You know, like, <laughs> classic. These are classic butt things. Cla- <laughs> classic butt things. <laughs> oh yeah i mean listen he's a good looking man um he's you know he's doing a lot of stretching and things and push-ups and whatnot there's a good build-up you know he's doing his yeah it's a it's a good build-up it's a good build-up he's a handsome man i just when i see that movie i immediately think of comparing that because he's like big and muscular and jack same thing with Mm -hmm. like batman compared to what's the movie he did where he lost like a bajillion the machinist i was gonna say the mechanic i knew that wasn't it the machinist uh holy shit that is less good but in that one less good yeah (laughs) less good (laughs) still good (laughs) it's still on christian bale scientifically and factually he has less (laughs) butt physically less (laughs) butt he had lost a tremendous amount of his butt for that what are the exercises you do have to do to lose butt to lose butt i think it's no exercises and no food (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh okay yeah starvation yeah Yeah. starvation yeah 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 because i have no exercise but still plenty butt so (laughs) yeah same same All right, Uh, Steve, where are you going with this with your next butt? Well, so like I said, I had uh, I had Christian Bale on my list as well, but I'm going to build on that with a newer one with a newer film. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Have either of you seen X yet? X? Yeah, I have not seen X yet. I have not seen. Okay, so so Meg, then you'll remember um, from X, the, the guy playing Wayne Martin Henderson. Mm hmm. He has a he has a pretty extended scene in that film where he's oh, yeah. also running around in his tidy whities and you get mm-hmm. like yeah so yeah you get some butt shots out of him and I was just it just reminded me of American or yeah it reminded me of American Psycho so much because he's also just like kind of a built jack dude and then running around in your tidy whities is such a you know pre 
90s thing anymore <laughs> he does though i think what to his benefit is if we're if, if i can um what is the word uh i'm definitely going to exploit like people's features at this point is like that's what the show is pretty sure. much is all about we're talking about physical we're, butts yeah, yeah. We're talking about, but like yeah. so martin henderson though he also has this like wild man wilderness like vibe to him like he mm. might wear a flannel with no pants on and mm-hmm. mm. that's the dream that's that's the vibe <laughs> you're looking for and i'm here for it you know hair's a little bit longer yeah. you know yeah these are these are these are things of my yeah, he might do a Winnie the Pooh for you. <laughs> Wait, what? Winnie the Pooh. Shirt no pants. Shirt no pants. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Duck in it, as some others would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I usually call Porky I'm, Pig in it, but yeah, yeah it's all, we're talking yeah. about the same thing. I'm, I'm here yeah. for these things. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I still haven't seen this. I don't know why I haven't. I just, uh, I haven't, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, and, and then yeah. overall, I mean, just like it's about filming pornography. So there's a lot of butts in the film, actually. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's plentiful for a butts. But, you know, Martin Henderson stuck out butt at some point, too. Right. I believe so. Yeah, I believe we do. Chef's yep. kiss. A handsome man. Chef's I, I look at his butt. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going with one that we've talked about recently, but it just cannot be ignored. Uh, and it's not just butts, but I'm talking about our favorite big boobied space vampire played by Mathilda May in Life Force. Oh, yeah. Which is 80... I didn't write down. 84? Mm. Uh, What's Life Force? 85, I believe, yeah. 85? Yeah. Life Force. We just did this movie. We just talked about it not that long ago. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic movie, a tremendously underrated movie in in, in horror, uh, uh, horror circles. Um, but we got this girl, uh, walking around and they really do focus on the boobs, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's a boob centric movie. Uh, but boy, howdy, great, butt, (laughs) boy, howdy there too. You know, she's got balance, you know, you Mm -hmm. know, it's Mm -hmm. good. I like it. It's a good balance of both. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to throw that one out there, even though we did, you know, toss, talk about it exhaustively on a recent episode, (laughs) I would be remiss if I did not mention the memorable nature of that butt. It's good, butt. yeah, it's good. butt. you know, you know what I, I did notice in 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 searching for for butts uh, in horror. And, and listen, I just started by I went to Google. I opened my browser. I brought it up. I put my little cursor in the Google in the Google box. And I just wrote butts. Mm-hmm. That's where I started. <laughs> yeah. And I started peeking around at all these different butts. Right. I personally, my preference, if anybody, I, you know, I like a, I like a bigger butt. You know what I mean? You know, uh, you know, regardless of sex, regardless, of, I just, I like a bigger butt. I was noticing hard to find a good big old butt in horror. Mm-hmm. A lot of skinny, a lot of skinny butts in horror. A lot of skinny yeah. butts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we because can't just I say. I think a lot of the exploitation movies, you know, unless you get into like a maybe a giallo type thing, mm-hmm. there's definitely some 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 like bigger, rounder butts in 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 Italian horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I look up these lists and it's like here, here's here. Here's the list of horror butts. And all the movies are from the 90s or the early 2000s. And it's all little skinny butts. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, guys, someone you know, write a, 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 a listicle for this Halloween for 
big old thick spooky butts. Put some wagons on there, damn it. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. I'm just saying. PSA. Put some wagons on there, damn it. Um, no, you know, we can't always have the Selma Hayek or the Jennifer Lopez in all of these films. Mm-hmm. It's just, I've, no, I mean, I get it. let's be real. White chicks don't always have the biggest butts naturally that's you know, true and um, there's a, there, but i think it's disproportionately focused maybe i don't know i don't know i got a couple on here that 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 are that are that are interesting mm-hmm. but um it, it, is, is it my turn whose turn is it i think I it's forgot. back to me you, you were doing okay. you did life force <laughs> i did life force He's and like, then I've i got, got on my soapbox i got another one and i started preaching <laughs> um so all right meg what, what's what's your next horror so butt? the next horror butt that i've got is drumroll uh jeff goldblum mm. in the fly mm. you know the rise yep. of his you know sexual nature really coming to fruition again with the long hair guys i have a type let's yeah. just be real yeah um sure but then we have him not only is he jacked in this movie you know i mean skinny jacked we'll say he's not jacked but skinny jacked he's 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 like 80s jacked. Yeah. He's jacked yeah like you know what i mean like he's approachable still like i wouldn't call him a bro He's a nerdy no. Jack. Actually, that's he's the other part swole. of it right. that goes into the whole yeah. thing is that he's super nerdy in this film. You start talking science things around me and I'm just like, when can I take my pants off? Um, mm. so- <laughs> I'm talking science things around me. You know, how, you know how to get me going. Say science words at me. Beaker. Let's go. <laughs> Bunsen burner. Ugh. Quiver. Um, Quantum mechanic. No. You know, we just have scenes. Well, I think, I mean, it's like when he definitely goes into the cloning machine as well as mm-hmm. even post that too. It's like where he's like showing off everything leading up mm. to the fly. You know, we just get a lot more butt action and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. I mean him yeah. and what is it? Gina Davis's character sleep together in the film and we get a lot of action as far as like the post coitus situation you know Mm -hmm. where then he goes back to the science guys yeah Mm -hmm. this is a Mm -hmm. thing yeah yeah science go back to the science get back the science is calling science is calling sorry babe science is calling (laughs) that's what i always say you know i i don't know why in movies we see a lot of post coitus but we don't see and, and sometimes mid not a lot of pre coitus butt Mm. and a post coitus butt is for me inherently a little less uh uh, maybe a less attractive Mm -hmm. because you know that you're just gonna go wipe yourself off (laughs) right you're you're post coitus (laughs) there's we already know what that butt did yeah yeah you got stuff everywhere there's things (laughs) happening there's fluids exchanged (laughs) now you gotta go now you gotta go clean yourself off also, it's not so, as tight. It's not as tight because you're relaxed. That's, that's it. You've you've just you've just released. Right. So now you're kind of. Yeah, you're not as as tense. Oh, uh, and, I'm a release. <laughs> <laughs> that's a phrase that is going to listen. If you're trying to get your partner in the mood, guys, suggest to them that you're about to release. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's going to get them going. They're going to be like, you're a fucking sociopath. <laughs> Uh, wow! All ju- right. Just just on a sidetrack to that, have either of you seen the MacGruber film? No. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That a, is an underrated film. Very underrated it's comedy. It's so but, stupid, yeah. but so funny. Will Forte yeah. is so fucking funny. Meg, I think you'll love that film. You should check it out. But it yeah. has it has yeah. some 
<laughs> yeah, there's some more butt yeah. action in there and tiny whitey action. <laughs> so over the top. Why do you guys keep bringing tiny whiteys scene? around me, guys? Like, I don't have a thing for tiny whiteys specifically. <laughs> I didn't say you did. It yeah, was just it, it was just like ties into the episode. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, well, no, no. It's Steve's. Yeah, it's yeah. It's Steve's back, turn. To, it's back to me yeah. though. Yeah, but my my horror recommendation and and Meg made mention of Jennifer Lopez. And mm-hmm. she hasn't done a lot of horror films. She's done like thrillers, right. so I didn't really include them. But the one mm-hmm. horror film that I think a lot of people is, should go back and watch because it's like a really beautifully shot horror film is The Cell. Yeah. Boy, mm, it's yeah. been a long time since I saw that movie. I haven't seen it, but I have seen plenty of images. And I feel like the images that I, I feel like what turned me off was like there was that period of time, maybe it was like early 2000s of sorts, where it was just like I didn't. I wasn't super into horror then, but I also just didn't trust mm-hmm. like revisiting it and having it hold up. But mm-hmm. if you if you guys can confirm, you know, I mean, the, there's a it. lot of great imagery. I can't confirm for the story because it's still been a long time, but I used to watch the shit out of that movie. So it's like mm-hmm. kind of burned in my memory. Sure. But was it I mean, you get, for Lopez's butt? It helps. It helps. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you get some you get some scenes of her in her underwear. It's PG-13 film. And then like. She just can't hide it, you know? They yeah. they, they put yeah. her in skin tight outfits. She can't hide it. It's sticking out. Mm. It's great. It's massive. Mm. You know? You can't deny it. Yeah. But also there's yeah. like a good film and Vincent D'Onofrio D'Onofrio fucking like rules that movie as well. So Vincent D'Onofrio, great actor. Mm-hmm. I have never once in my life until right this moment thought about Vincent D'Onofrio's butt. Yeah, and it might be in that's this film too. That's just not something I would have said. It's just not something that has come into my mind before. I, you know, I like the experience of thinking of new things. The the mental exercise of saying, you know what, this is something I never thought about today. I can safely say, before today, never thought about Vincent D'Onofrio's butt not one time. Now I have that in my in my mental repertoire of things I've thought about. <laughs> he, he, I'm trying to think if he actually shows his butt in this movie. You know what? Mm. We grow every day, Brian. Mm-hmm. We're all on a journey of but <laughs> all right, guys. I have one. I have one here for you, and this might be my favorite uh, of all time. Personally, um, this is uh, maybe no surprise here. Big Stuart Gordon fan. Here's a Stuart Gordon film we're talking about from 1986, uh, the film From Beyond, and specifically, we're talking about uh, one Miss. Uh, I'm sorry, Dr. Catherine McMichaels, played by the great Barbara Crampton. W- guys, what a butt. Mm-hmm. What I'm a trying butt. To, I, need, I need to get the image. I feel like we should have exchanged butt photos before, too, so we can yeah, prepare. Just type Barbara Crampton from beyond. The first thing that comes up is going to be this particular really? scene. Um, Which is definitely Barbara in a Crampton, corset, so... Um, yep, yep. It's a whole thing. Oh, I see it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Barbara Crampton... Um, Listen, I have made absolutely no um, no bones about the fact that I'm a huge have always had a huge crush on Barbara Crampton. Um, you know, Chopping Mall, From Beyond, the the, the list goes on and on. Um, but this particular scene is um, it's 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 pretty intense. Uh, I mean, literally, there are like from behind thong. <laughs> so like, it actually it is, shouldn't have been called from beyond. It should have been called from behind. From behind, perhaps, perhaps. I mean, this is one that I definitely saw as an impressionable young man. And again, turn turn the tides 
of, of my sexuality. You know what's interesting about her is like her face doesn't say dominatrix, but her body does and it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so well, it's like she, she normally plays a like a, the prim and proper type mm-hmm. a little bit. And she actually does in this movie as well. But I won't spoil it, but something happens to her that makes her act out of horny demon uh, the the way she normally would. Kinda, kinda. If you've not seen From Beyond, it's an it's a fantastic movie, but she is acting outside of the scope of normally how you would expect her character to act in that particular scene. So um, I don't know. Then maybe that's my thing. I'm not sure. I'm learning a lot about myself today as well. But Barbara Crampton from Beyond, uh, that's going to be real close to the top of your boys list. Oh, man. Back around the wheel to girl. Mm. Um, I'm going to a classic, but I'm going to just bring up Elvira. Mm hmm. Of course. We have to bring her, put her mm. on the table because I feel like, yeah. you know, she she has an amazing butt, shows it off, but she is mm. like the pinnacle of sex appeal, especially specifically for horror. And she still mm. is hot as fuck and everyone still wants to bang her. But yeah, Elvira. Elvira. Yeah. I can't even yeah. speak. She's, I'm speechless by thinking about her butt. Yeah. What? One, one, one Miss uh, uh, Cassandra Peterson. Um, yeah, she's fantastic. She, I also really, really love the fact, and specifically in Elvira, Mistress of the Dark from from '88. Uh, uh, yeah, she's she's absolutely gorgeous. She also, I love that she, you know, in recent years came out as gay mm-hmm. and then was like. I mean, she has been I think she's been like out of the closet for years and years and years, but it's just not something she necessarily is putting out in her professional mm-hmm. life and her, you know, public life and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, just all these like aging incel douchebags mm-hmm. were like mad that she was gay. Right. And I'm like, what no, did no, you no, think no. that you had a chance? Right. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what, were, you, were you really holding out hope that you guys might end up together? You're 55 and your dick doesn't work. You didn't have a chance when she was straight. Yeah, yeah. You never had a chance, no matter oh my God. what the circumstances are, are shifted around. Um, but I, I, I did find that enter, entertaining, you know, enter, entertaining in a sad way of all the uh, the incels going yeah. on going, oh, man. Fucking like nerds. that affects your yeah. relationship Insel with nerds. her character or something. Um, but I also but yes, I'll give her the, the balance card as well. You know, she still's got mm. the the tits to match. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. You know what? I would go as far as to say, listen, when you think Elvira's physical assets, the, the many of the 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 camera was quite often directed towards towards the boobs at, and of course many of her jokes and things like that mm-hmm. were also about how she has big boobs and was, you know had them pushed up and stuff in the Elvira outfit but you know what underrated butt mm-hmm. can yeah. I say underrated butt underrated yeah 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 total package yeah. all right yeah. what, what do you got Steve <laughs> boobs butts comedic timing <laughs> comedic timing great one liners triple threat. Yeah. Triple yeah. threat. <laughs> that's that's my triple threat. That's why I expect <laughs> yeah. boobs, butts, and Boob comedic butts timing. And, and, and old timey vaudeville one liners. <laughs> yeah. Your face can be busted as long as you're funny. <laughs> face can be busted. That's the story of my life. That's the only time I've ever gotten to any type of dates in my life. <laughs> face is busted, but kind of funny. All right. Cool. I'll, yeah, I'll, right. I'll live with that. 
<laughs> grow, grow out your curly hair a little bit more and we'll just <laughs> all right yeah hey, I just mess it over down. my man it'll be all right uh all right i think we need to dehornify for a little bit okay so so i got a i got another non-horny all right and this one is dipping into the world of trauma mm-hmm and there was a character actor who worked in a lot of trauma films over the years and he was his name was joe Fleischaker. okay and many people know him as just like the guy who was like 500 plus pounds mm-hmm. just an enormous dude on uh screen but like he was in trauma's war uh he was in a whole bunch of other trauma films like in the background he shows oh, yeah, up yeah 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 i specifically remember him from trauma's war yeah, and yeah. that that was like his first film, and then like Lloyd just thought it was so funny that you know there he he was essentially like the original Meal Team Six, you know? <laughs> yeah, Meal Team Six, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, he just you know he found work, he found you know like in an otherwise you know Hollywood esque world that probably wouldn't hire him for anything really. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got he got the work on trauma films, you know, and he was in Toxic Avenger yeah. four, and then probably his most famous butt appearance is going to be in Poultry Geist. Mm. Oh yeah, don't get that song in my head because it's gonna <laughs> absolutely. Poultry Geist, <laughs> catchy songs, yeah. catchy songs for being such a low rent film. But <laughs> wasn't that it was written by like a pretty big act too? Wasn't that song like oh. it, it was written by like it, it, they gave it credit to someone else, but it but like a band that actually had like a lot of radio play oh. wrote the song. Go ahead, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Yeah, you go ahead and look it up. Um. Yeah, but the the scene I'm talking about is uh, the Joe Flyshaker. He's playing Jared, and for the people who haven't seen this film, pretty much everybody in this film is named after either a a fast food chain or a spokesperson. So he's essentially playing Jared from Subway. Mm. And this is this is way before we knew the real problems with Jared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they it wasn't about that it was just about being a giant fat guy who lost weight eating sandwiches except for you know he was still 520 plus pounds so it doesn't look like he lost any weight at all (laughs) um but yeah he eats he eats some of the bad chicken and finds himself uh on the toilet having a little bit of the old diarrhea (laughs) and inside the toilet was already an undead chicken which Mm. flies up his ass sure and he falls to the ground naked in a fast food restaurant bathroom, probably the most disgusting thing you can think of. Yeah. Until he starts volcano shitting out his ass <laughs> on the walls. It's Yum. such a fucking gross movie. Like, yeah. I want to go back Not to the horny this, stuff, but guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. You have to dehornify. Yeah, there's such a great scene. And and by the way, I just looked it up. I, I remember the um, the Poultry Guys theme song, which is very funny and very catchy. It'll be a, mm-hmm. an earworm for you. So uh, a warning there. But um, the band that performed it is credited as Calamari Safari. But it, but it's actually uh, the band Newfound Glory. Oh, oh okay. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, wrote okay. wrote, wrote and uh, and performed it um, under the uh, the pseudonym uh, Calamari Safari. But such a great movie because so much of the grossness, like you do a lot of the things you would expect. People get deep fried and shit like that. But 
so much of the grossness is happening in like food prep areas too. So like yeah. if you've worked in the restaurant business, especially you're like, you're just like, Oh my God. Like it just adds a, an extra level of disgustingness to the whole thing. And the fact that they like, I think it was like an old KFC and, or an old McDonald's. It looks like that, a like, fast food type. Yes. Mm-hmm. It like, it, it was something like that could closed. be a Hardee's or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was something that closed and like they bought it before, or rented it before somebody else could go in there. Mm-hmm. And so they're just filming in this old fast food restaurant. So like it is disgusting and like the tile work looks like a fast food restaurant. So it's too, it's too recognizable mm-hmm. and it makes it even grosser thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. The great movie, uh, great songs, uh, great, butt. there's other butt stuff in there. There's more right. tidy whitey butt stuff in that. Uh, yeah. yeah. So overall good movie. <laughs> go see it. It's not PC, but, you know, go no, check it out. <laughs> not at all. 2006, it was like, uh, it's very 2000. It's very early 2000s. I mean, uh, yeah, just just starting with trauma makes it un-PC, but then, yeah. you know, removing 14 years of consciousness yeah. <laughs> also makes it worse. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw another one out there. Um, actually, which one am I going to talk about first which one are you guys more likely to talk about um you know what i'm just gonna go for it i'm gonna go back into the sexy uh, arena with the 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 most sexiest uh just most uh uh just horniest old doctor you ever dang saw in your life (laughs) dr dan chalice played by the legendary tom atkins in Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, 1982, you get a little post-coitus butt shot. Um, the context of this movie is creepy because Tom Atkins uh, is, uh, I'm sure you've all seen Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, but we're going to explore this uh, this shady mask factory uh, in Santa Maria, California, and uh uh, Tom Atkins meet, meets up with uh, a, a young woman who you never specify what exactly what her age is. I would call her um, college age, early to mid 20s, perhaps, um, who is going to uh, uh, do the very same thing because she feels that her father may have been victimized in some way by um, the evil uh, Silver Shamrock Corporation. Um, and. It's just this very kind of platonic, friendly, helping each other out type relationship. And then it goes to like a, hey, I'll sleep on the floor type of thing. <laughs> Mind you, at this point, Tom Atkins <laughs> looks like he's probably 40, roughly, mm-hmm. um, in this scene. Uh, listen, sexy man, mustache, uh, doing the whole damn thing, um, slamming beers, as he always is. But then she's just like... No, we can sleep in the same bed. And then it's pound town. It's zaddy vibes. <laughs> and then, it's the zaddy vibes, yeah. okay? Yes. And in the yeah, 80s, it's, it's, men looked a lot older. Like, I don't know what it was, whether it was all yeah. the facial hair, all the long hair. Like, you're like, oh, this person was probably actually 25. You're like, what? Excuse me? Mm. No. Yeah. 
I think I think he was about forty, and <laughs> she like, was no, no, about was twenty, and it was a little it was a little much. It was a little much. Listen, two consenting adults do what you got to do. I might be way off in terms of the the ages here. She might have been thirty. I don't know. I'm not trying to judge. I'm just saying it it, it raised some eyebrows. I would say, but you do get. A little hint of it, it for for some reason it doesn't feel as creepy as uh, Tom Atkins and Jamie Lee Curtis's character in The Fog. I don't know why. Um, I think it's because in that he doesn't have the mustache and somehow that makes him look older. I don't know. Mm. All I'm saying is you get a little post-coitus shot of one Mr. Tom Atkins behind. And uh, listen, if you've not seen <laughs> Tom Atkins, but it's probably something you should, you know, put on the old, uh, put on the old bucket list. Yeah, you get squash, but, you get but kit it. list. I don't know. But I'm not gonna try. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. I am gonna. This is the last one on my list, though. So you guys got to take it home. But I think the mm. this one is gonna be a good one. Uh, I'm gonna mm. take it dark again. We're gonna go back out of the mm-hmm. horny field, um, and I'm gonna go with the entire movie of the Human Centipede. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, this That's is more again. We're going anuses here, yeah. <laughs> but we got nose going <laughs> side in cheeks sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have ass to mouth mm. like the entire time. And actually, the first time I ever watched this, I had to stop. I I had never been so freaked out or grossed out by something in my entire life, and it has nothing to do with not being okay with ass to mouth. You know what I mean? Mm. It was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It was a <laughs> This is a little more traumatic, it's you know. Lo- yeah, uh, like me- mentality yeah, like, that. Yeah. Yeah, like you're permanently affixed. I don't want that ever. I don't ever want to be permanently yeah. affixed to someone's butt. Yeah. Cuz I mean the surgery involved butt cheek skin being sewn into your f- actual face yep. cheeks. Yeah. To hold you yeah. to the butt, generally considered unpleasurable. Yeah, much, yeah. yeah, not great by, by society well, at large. I mean, I mean, and, and unhygienic. I mean, someone yeah. could correct us <laughs> out there and say if there's something bondage related that they want to like dive into with us. I'm here for the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm not. You're Maybe saying I'm if people want to, no, if I'm people want to justify, <laughs> yeah, yeah. having <laughs> other people's mouths sewn to other well, people's assholes, sewn, you're open to that like, conversation. No, I mean like, but maybe there is something like leather bound ass to mouth mm. like so you oh, know what i, I mean see. like that's where i'm going yeah. with it there could like be some, some sort dumb. of jock strap harness yep. yeah <laughs> okay listen guys sure. i'm just saying you're gonna get pink eye but it's your body do what you want to do yeah wear your safety goggles wear your ppe <laughs> wear your ppe <laughs> <laughs> all right steve uh, where where are we at here get it, get it back to a place where i'm not thinking about people shitting each other's mouths sure Sure. I mean, I I just think we should give like a shout out to a franchise because it's it's known for a lot of things, Mm -hmm. but it also always features, not always, but it's known for featuring a very specific butt shot. Hmm. And I'm talking about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. Yeah. Yeah. They have a very specific butt shot that they love to feature all the time. Yeah. And it's when you're, you're heroine your protagonist is first coming upon the giant mansion Mm. or house that's occupied by the hewitt family Mm. and it's a low angle shot up at her butt with the mansion in the background 
Uh, they do it in the first one. They do it in a couple other ones, and then they recreate it. And I think probably the best butt is Jessica Biel when they do it in the remake. Sure, that's probably the best butt version. Yeah, if yeah, you're looking really for the best butt version, that a lot. Yeah, they showcase <laughs> yeah. that one a lot, and they lingered on that some bitch. Of course, we get mm-hmm. one in Toby Hooper's original, uh, which the 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 name of the performers is uh, is escaping me right now. But uh, you know, uh, Jessica Biel would probably be the most memorable one. And I almost, if I recall. It feels like they really focused a lot of the marketing around <laughs> Jessica Peele's yes. butt, too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I also, so. I mean, I want to know, like, what makes it a good butt? Because, A, at that time, those low Ryan jeans are not doing justice to her butt. They're not flattering. They're not. I know. And, and that's kind of my point here. Straight body. I don't know. Like, I, I mm. you know, I, I like a good butt, but I feel like I think I like the classic element of it more than I like her butt in this image yeah i think i think she's just generally toned overall in the whole film mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm not gonna yeah. talk this could shit fall on into like it's like it, this almost reminds me a little bit of like uh you know when you think of uh another classic one i almost put in this in this vein cherry moon zombie mm-hmm. uh loves to to show her butt in in films um you know it's a, a pretty consistent thing house of thousand corpses comes to mind immediately um but it's always in these, yeah, low rise, skinny jeans, uh, you know, butt crack kind of sticking yeah. out kind of thing. But again, these the je- the jeans themselves are not doing anybody any favors. They're like smashing the butt down. Almost. If, if anyone can take anything out of this is just never buy low rise jeans. We don't ever want to see them come back. I will speak mm, on stretchy behalf, pants always. I will speak on <laughs> behalf of all women. Please do not bring these low-rise jeans back. <laughs> High waist they don't look comfortable. <laughs> yeah, they don't look comfortable at all. Um, if they make a sequel to that goddamn awful Texas chainsaw we saw earlier this year, mm. you know, uh, you know, just jeggings. Jeggings for that shot. Jeggings across the board. <laughs> yeah, I, everybody I wears jeggings. Like Even Leatherface. I, face. I cannot leather back face. that statement, though, because... There are better jeans than jeggings, and most of the time, jeggings don't come with pockets. And you don't want to get me started on the pocket issue with women's pants, okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, I do it. Do and also, one. everybody gets a messenger bag. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> jeggings and messenger Classic. bags. Yeah. I feel like I've actually seen more messenger bags, like you know, but the uh, ones that like kind of hang down a little bit lower, like not the mm-hmm. classic. Is that coming back? Is someone cooler than me understand if it's coming back? Mm, I don't know. I'm you not a- cool. You asking the wrong dude. <laughs> I sure yeah. don't. I don't know what's cool. <laughs> I'm not <a> cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just said him three stripe life earlier in the fucking <laughs> stream. You did. Stripe life. <laughs> oh man. All right. I have. Uh, I have one. Maybe a uh, uh, one that maybe uh, we're not thinking about here, uh, or maybe wouldn't come to mind um, immediately. Um, but someone who I adore, and she's so just weird and cool. Um, I am gonna say uh, Grace Jones from Vamp. Mm. If you guys have mm. seen Vamp, it is this weird. Um, 
I would say, you know, kind of psychosexual avant-garde vampire flick kind of thing um, from, let me look because I forgot to write it down. It is from the 80s, 1986, free on Tubi, guys. Go check it out. Um, if you've not seen it already, it's very, very weird. It's got some cool practical effects. Uh, if you don't know who Grace Jones is, um, she is absolutely worth going down. She plays a, a character called um, Katrina in this movie, uh, who, spoiler alert, is a dang vampire. You're not going to, that's not going to spoil anything for you. No. She's um, she's a model. She's a singer. Mm -hmm. She does maybe the strangest and most interesting version of uh, the little drummer boy on the Pee Wee's Playhouse Christmas special that's so <laughs> weird and it's just I don't think I've ever saw that. <laughs> lives rent free in my mind forever. Um, but yeah, I feel she. Like Grace um, Jones is such a cool person to bring up, and I would have thought about that, but I love that because I, I feel like Grace Jones has such like this androgynous, um, like persona and like i had to confirm because yeah. i just wanted to know i they go by um like z her hers like the hir ones um mm. like pronouns and whatnot just to because i was like i i think that's something to lean into but it's they're such like a gorgeous like human overall like top to bottom she like she's striking body. looking holy cow extremely like athletic build yeah. very tall um, like, uh, yeah, it definitely has that kind of gender fluid type of, uh, you know, I don't know how she associates, but in this kind of gender, gender fluid type That's of, the whole um, thing too. They, you know, sexuality. Uh, yeah. Like they completely go by just like hermaphroditic, like an indeterminate sex mm -hmm. type thing. And I, I think they mm -hmm. lean into that very well. Anywho, great yeah. call. I like um, that yeah. one. Yeah. And she's, she's got, um, yeah, like I said, a whole host of weird costumes because she plays like a she basically plays in the movie. The movie is if Grace Jones was a vampire, like that's pretty much it. Like she plays this kind of performance artist type of thing. I don't remember if, you know, what the if she was an exotic dancer. I forget. It's been a little bit. So I saw it's, it. Yeah, it's it's basically like a strip club. But, but, but like, like very avant-garde artistic, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In a way, in a way, it's almost like from dusk till dawn before from dusk till dawn, mm -hmm. because like that's a good and, point. It, and it's more about like her character owns like owns the strip club. Yes. And like she uh, as a vampire, like she's come to town, taken over this club and then they just eat all out of towners mm -hmm. who come through that way yeah where, while leaving the townspeople and then like the the club owner or not the club owner but the club manager mm -hmm. he's like a real funny character in this as well it, yeah it, yeah it, it is a it is a it, it's a fun interesting watch I, I, I like it a lot yeah i do not see a lot of great striking visuals and she also like for being you know, like I said, this kind of almost like hypersexual character, whenever she does vampire things, she doesn't steer away from being like scary and grotesque. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not like she's trying to be a when she goes vampire mode. It's not like she's trying to be a sexy vampire. Yeah, she's, it's not hot vampire. It, no, it's she gross goes vampire. <laughs> after it, which is awesome with the prosthetics on the face and stuff. And it's just mm -hmm. a fucking cool movie. Uh, but also a lot of butt shots. And like I said, she's she's very very tall athletic a very uh just you know a, a unique butt i would say mm -hmm. yeah to throw yeah. into the mix this is a, a different butt. type for you yeah. brian i think you're growing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a it's a, sta it's a standout butt so it's worth mentioning yeah yeah standout butt standout <laughs> yeah. butt i i i i 
can't not mention though one of my favorite like goofs mm. is in this film is uh it's at the end of the it's towards the end and there's like a skeletal hand that gives the middle finger <laughs> yes yeah. and and maybe it's just the way that this print made it to be mm. but like you can see in the off on the off side which probably should have been cut off mm. you can see the puppeteer manipulating the skeletal hand really oh, okay <laughs> yeah yeah you can see the puppeteer's hands giving the finger it, it's, it's almost just... like uh it's almost like uh in um uh uninvited when the cat busts through the back of the truck window you can literally see the guy's <laughs> yeah. arm yeah. up in the puppet yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Never forget. Yeah. Very funny. <laughs> so, Meg, you you said you're you're out of butts. Yeah, I'm out of butts you're right of butts? now. Yeah, that was the end of my list. Okay. I apologize, guys. Okay. I think. Yeah. No problem. So the this next one though, it's Scarlett Johansson. Okay. This is this is an uncommon one. I feel mm-hmm. like mo- more people don't know about this. But uh, Scarlett Johansson was in a film called Under the Skin. Which is like I don't this science one? Yeah, see, exactly. It's mm-hmm. a it's a kind of unknown science fiction horror film, and it's about like an alien mm. who is just like capturing people and mm. taking them to another dimension and absorbing their essence and everything. Okay, but she goes like full frontal in it. Wow! And oh, she, really? Yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of seeing this, getting this vibe. And it's interesting because like. You know, you think Scarlett Johansson and you think like Black Widow and all this like Mm -hmm. Marvel shit and like more big name movies nowadays. But like she used to do a lot of stuff back in the day, like Woody Allen. But like for no reason at all, I can't figure out why she decided this was the movie that she's just like, I'm going to strip down, bear it all. The art, yeah, it's it, it was her like artistic this, uh you know debut in such in such a way maybe yeah mm. <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean she's she, like she's been acting since like she was i think 14 because she made she uh debuted in ghost world which was that's a really fun indie flick so like she's been doing a whole bunch of films up till then and then she's just like this fucking movie nobody's gonna see <laughs> Yeah. But would you this, have, this is the one. Okay, question though. Would you have chosen Scarlett Johansson in this movie if we didn't already have the voluptuous I would use to describe her now? You know, cuz like I'm looking through some of the pictures and I'm just like, yeah. But I feel like I find it more like like a better butt because I know what her butt becomes. You know, we see her in mm. like the Black Widow, you know. And I feel sure. like she's more like has a bigger butt now. She yes, did I mean, all those workouts. I mean, I she don't show them squats. <laughs> yeah, yeah the squat life. Yeah. But I mean, I, I've had a crush on her for a long time. So oh, yeah, you have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, I said I mentioned Ghost World, you know, and I was age appropriate back then. So mm. <laughs> to have a cr- to have a crush on her back then. <laughs> yeah, that's why I always have to specify. Yeah. I'm like, listen, I had a crush on. Christina Ricci when she was in the Adams family, but I was that I was younger. I'm younger than her. Right. <laughs> she is older than yeah. me. So when in that movie, I was younger than her at that time. Exactly. Yeah. I had yeah. a crush on her in Casper, but I was younger yeah. than her at that time. So. <laughs> you have to specify. Yeah. Important to specify. Right. It was age appropriate then. Right. It's like yeah. I still like Scarlett Johansson now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now that we're still relatively the same age. So yeah. Right. <laughs> Because I think important to specify. Yeah, I think she's like a year younger than me. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. So like this little middle period in her late twenties when she's like showing off, and it's like a natural. Like mm-hmm. she's not over. Like 
yeah, she's incredibly beautiful and everything for Hollywood standards, but like, it's not, she could have, it doesn't feel exploitative. Yeah. It doesn't feel exploitative, but also like she could have gone with a body double. She could have gone with like hiding a lot of things. Like mm-hmm. a lot of creases if she wanted to, she could have said, I'm not going to bend over like that in front of the camera <laughs> mm-hmm. and like show different, you know, different creases that a lot of people would be uh, conscientious of. Sure. She just kind of lets it all go. It, but it's also just weird that like it's for this fucking movie nobody ever saw. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like if if this movie was directed by Colin Jost or Ryan mm-hmm. Reynolds, you know, like somebody <laughs> she was like married to at a time. It would make more mm-hmm. sense, but no, it's some weird Scottish film. So, yeah. That's funny. Interesting. No, never saw that one. I will see it though now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> multiple times in rapid succession. Um so I'll go, you know what? I'll go to another kind of 90s. Actually, you know what? Let, yeah, let me do this one first cuz I I this is one a teenage as a teenager definitely uh definitely stood out to me which is one Miss Shannon Elizabeth from mm. uh the flick uh the flick 13 Ghosts. Mm. Um classic yeah, obviously early we're 2000s. talking about the 2001 remake, right, of 13 Ghosts, where they put the 13 in the letter, <laughs> in mm. as the numbers in, in letters, but for 13, it made a lot of sense uh, back then. But in any case, uh, yeah, one uh, uh, Miss Shannon Elizabeth as Kathy, who is kind of the sister um, of the of of what? Uh, oh my gosh, what was the other kid's name? But it was uh, Tony Shalhoub's kids basically mm-hmm. right and they're like going in this house or whatever and she's kind of like the you know college age daughter i guess or whatever um yeah Sh- shannon elizabeth um she's a bad actor she does a bad job yeah. in acting um <laughs> she's pretty awful <laughs> as an actor but she is uh you know alarmingly good looking and um you know she's certainly you know most well known for uh, American Pie, there's like a very uh, memorable scene there. But uh, Thirteen Ghosts, you get a lot of her running down hallways with them with them tight late '90s jeans on. Again, and, the uh, low rise yeah, though. Listen. I she she fell victim. She fell victim as well. I know, but it's just 2001. That was the thing. Yeah, I'm sure if it was <laughs> if it was uh, like she is basically. I I don't want to go out on a, a limb here or sound like I'm being a jerk or anything, but she's. I I would say she's probably one of those actors that's uh, a model first actor second you know in terms of their probably career aspirations uh, maybe i'm wrong about that but she's like she has that like model kind of she's like tall she she's has the 2000 90s 2000s you know kind of model body type i would say mm-hmm. uh and then she started you know certainly in the the late 90s and early 2000s popping into uh popping into a lot of flicks and you know she she actually i would say this is probably one of the movies this and my favorite performance of her uh um, is uh, Jay and Silent Bob strike back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, her in there, and and they do. They're almost like a, a Charlie's Angelsy kind of like character, and seduces Bob. Uh, uh, seduces um, Jay. I yeah, think, she, yeah, right? she mm-hmm. seduces yeah. Jay to get him and Silent Boo-boo Bob to steal fuck. a monkey. 
Yeah. So yeah, steal the monkey. Yeah, boo boo kitty fuck. Um, and uh, yeah, listen, I I just I I she's not a good actress. I'm sorry to say, <laughs> but I do enjoy watching her uh, in things. She 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 adds a ten, not just in aesthetically, terrible, like I jeans. You like watching her yeah. in. I like, but also just like her vibe kind of gives like a. I don't. I don't mean this in. A, I'm trying to figure out a way to say it because I don't mean it in a mean or disrespectful way. But she just adds like a degree of silliness to a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. Uh, that I enjoy. Um, I know exactly and like what you mean. Good, yeah. Well, that's why you're saying, you're yeah. saying like she's a bad actress, but I feel like she's she's just good for comedy. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, and you you get that vibe of silliness is is what keeps her from being able to delve into a deeper. Uh, you know way of acting like she can't do drama she can't do you know like horror movies because she can't delve deep into a world of imagination that would like let her to you know believe the things that are happening she'd just be like nah it's not that's silly (laughs) (laughs) nah i don't don't actually feel that way lol jk (laughs) lol jk brb um yeah, but it's uh, yeah. Listen, I, I, that one is one that came to my mind immediately. So, what do you got left, Steve? I'm gonna go with probably one of the most egregious, egregious things mm. because it, they it, it is a film that casts a literal a literal ass award winner. Okay, the film is Bloodless Zombies from two <laughs> okay. two thousand eleven. It is a piece of shit. Sounds like it. <laughs> but it stars Alexis Texas. Oh, God. <laughs> adult film actress. Oh. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. I've seen her before. Yeah. Adult film actress. Winner for uh, Favorite Ass, 2010. Nice. Winner for Hottest Ass, AVN Awards, 2013. Winner for Most Epic Ass, AVN Awards, 2017. <laughs> Okay. I'm trying to understand her it's Instagram long... handle. That's white girl politicking. What? Sure, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That is that is a uh, that is a childish Gambino lyric. Okay, but I would oh. also say yeah. uh, a picture I'm seeing right here. Yes, but on point. Yes, mm. she 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 has probably one of the best white girl asses. She has a, it is a wagon. You know, even by any standards, yeah. any standards, it is a wagon. And this egregious film has it on display in the first 10, 15 minutes. And then you never see it again. You don't really see any more nudity again. The film is a piece of shit. It looks like they rented yeah. out two floors of an office park, industrial, you know, an industrial <laughs> office park building right. and like just filmed this shit ass zombie movie and like three <laughs> offices. It is fucking terrible. And like, <laughs> I, I assume it's on Tubi though, right? I it's, on it's on Roku. It's on Roku. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. gotcha. Um, but like, and then the, the scene that she gets her butt out is not even that hot because it's her mm-hmm. and this pervy old man. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It just like it's just total waste. Makes your dick soft. It's not Everything, great. <laughs> the way you're describing this makes me believe that the like sixty five percent of the budget went to that scene. It had to have had to. Have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was pr- she was probably the the most. Uh, uh, she was probably the the only actor they paid. Yeah, right. Like on the on the yeah <laughs> yeah they had to they had to pay her and that's about it and it, it is yeah but it is dog shit movie. 
But we yeah. got a badonk, so we got to, you know, give our hails to it. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, objectively, it's an award-winning ass. Nobody else that I know of has won awards that we've mentioned tonight. So <laughs> I've won zero <laughs> butt-related awards. Right. Yeah. So it's it's a cheat code. Oh it's a cheat code. You get the person with the best ass and you put them in your dog shit movie. So Yeah. <laughs> I think that was probably the exact conversation that was had in the back room. They were probably like, all right, this movie's gonna be dog shit. Can we get like a really good butt in here? Yeah. You know, I yeah. think for March, what we should do is revisit all of this. And instead of doing mm. a March Madness bracket, we do a horror. Yeah, butt madness. Can we do that? Mm. I think that'd be mm-hmm. pretty fun. Yeah, we should probably get that donate domain name too. Buttmadness.com. <laughs> Buttmadness.edu. <laughs> All right, I, I've got one here that that it's the same actress, but two uh, different um, films, and two, and they both made me feel very, very differently. I'm gonna <laughs> call out uh, someone who is who's definitely notable for. For their butt um, and and other body parts as well. Uh, one Miss Linnea Quigley, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. scream queen, icon. Everyone knows her. Everyone loves her. Um, you know, we talked about it recently when uh, when Drew uh, from Drew and the Blue was on, uh, and actually just saw them perform yesterday, which was awesome. Um, but we talked about uh, Return of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. where she has an iconic butt scene where she's dancing, and you think she's doing, you know, going full frontal. There's actually some Merkin work we established <laughs> that was happening there, but from behind, you get a great kind of butt dancing on top of this uh, this this kind of um, you know almost like a mausoleum type of thing or cat big whatever it's called um and then uh you have her in night of the creeps in the little dress like the little pink dress <laughs> yeah. thing and she does this very <laughs> she does this very specific like she's trying to like tantalize this guy and and she's be she has already been overcome by the demon so this is all evil and then of course she has the the iconic scene where she sticks the lipstick into like her nipple basically but the scene uh, where she's bending over always made me extremely uncomfortable and <laughs> like really uncomfortable. I don't know why. I don't know if it was because she was kind of like dressed like a baby doll mm-hmm. or something. The whole thing's very uncomfortable. Um, and, 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 and it plays to the scene, I guess. Okay. But it's just really weird and really uncomfortable. And my least favorite part of the movie as a, uh, as a juxtaposition to, you know, her, um, you know, dancing nude on top of the tombstone as, you know, crazy naked punk goddess. Uh, it's 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 a stark contrast from one to the other. Um, but we'd be we'd be remiss if we did not mention one Linnea Quigley uh, when we're talking horror butts. Yeah, I mean, and it goes, you know, further than that. It, it, she also has like the workout tape. That, right. You know, oh, yeah, of course. So, yeah, I mean, she's made it part of her career and she understands, mm. you know, that asset. But, you know, you're right, Brian, that with great asset. power. Yes, great pun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I was going to say with the great assets come great responsibility, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need to mimic so, my butt off of her now. <laughs> so I, I got I, my final thing. I just wanted to preview some probably future great butts. And that is uh, recently Full Moon Features has gone into production for Sorority Babes at the Slime Bowl, Bowl-a-rama 2. Yeah. <laughs> 
You can, I love the original movie so much. You can only imagine <laughs> that it yeah. is going to be wall-to-wall butts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw I, I saw a still image of uh, just one kind of still scene from it with, I, I think it was Kelly Maroney maybe mm-hmm. uh, is in it, um, and a bunch of people behind them making very cartoonish faces. Yes. I was like, this movie's going to be dog shit but probably in a fun way yes. yeah. and it's uh directed by brink stevies that uh, brink stevens who was also in like the original slime bowl bowl uh, rama and she was in the uh slumber party massacre Mm-mm-mm. i love both those movies sorority babes in the slime ball bowl rama is one of my favorite just schlocky stupid movies to watch it's so funny it's so like weirdly atmospheric like almost on accident, mm-hmm. um, you know, when they're in the this like dark bowling alley, it reminds me of that episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark where they're like in the arcade or or something like that, where it's just like, for some reason, I have a lot of nostalgia for this film, even though I didn't see it until maybe like five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever the first time I saw it is whenever. So it hasn't even been that long, but it was when. Joe Bob Briggs did the uh, the 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 last drive in the first marathon. Okay, um, he played it on there, and and he had done it before, and I just had never seen it for whatever reason. Um, and I loved it, and I've probably watched it, you know, once a year since then. But it's such a weirdly nostalgic movie for me, and it's just because I think it draws memories to like some random episode of are you afraid of the dark or whatever <laughs> and there's also just like a it's so many weird decisions there's like a there's like a a, a a a what is he he's a he's not a goblin what is he in that movie he's he's a an elf or something like that um that's just a rubber puppet um that lives inside a bowling trophy um and for some reason they gave him the like the stereotypical voice of like a jive talking 70s street pimp and and, and it's it's an imp he's an imp yes he's an imp uh and it's so fucking weird uh but i love it yeah and it's played so straight which makes it even better yeah it's played it's played straight but like just crazy as hell i mean the the name Uh, itself is (laughs) yeah yeah. So yeah, I think I think we've gone kind of the full gambit of trash. Oh, also, you know, remember that the, the original was directed by David Dakotu. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and also features Linnea Quigley. She plays the badass. Uh, she plays the like badass um, loner rebel kind of person that's trying to break into the bowling alley to steal the money. I guess I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, we had we. I think we've covered the full gamut of trash. Because we, mm. we got full moon features in, mm-hmm. which is a good pun for the episode as well. <laughs> full moon feature, yes, sure is. Sure is. We also got Chomer films in there, so that's good. Yeah, it was either that or butt stuff, and I think full moon features really sounds sounds a lot more professional. Speaking of that, that's going to be my last one. I'm going to throw out, which are two movies that have kind of shockingly similar plots a little bit okay um and uh the first one is from 2019 again featured free right now on tubi 2019's butt boy (laughs) oh damn these are and both of these are murderous butts um this is uh oh is the other one bad milo bad milo yes which was from 2016 
2016, 2013, Bad Milo, featuring the absolutely hilarious uh, Ken Marino, uh, as well as uh, Steve's crush, uh, Gillian Jacobs. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's that is about... <laughs> That is about, you know, a monster that lives in a man's butt mm. right? Uh, and comes out and kills people. And he has like a relationship with and then butt boy is really about a, a person who, um, you know, kills, abducts and kills people by putting them up his butt. That's so funny. I, I, that reminds me. Um, it's it just family related. Do you guys watch Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell? Yeah. With, I haven't yeah, seen it all. Henry Sobrowski. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember like when they're going, when he uh, convinces, like he gets to go up to heaven and basically it's just a plot because he has the biggest asshole. So they stick yeah. some of the other demons in his butt and then yeah. to basically bomb heaven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like suicide bomb kind of thing, but he's got the other demons up his and ass. It was only yeah. because he had the biggest butt. <laughs> yeah oh man some of the stories of it, uh, listening to henry zabrowski talk about that on like last podcast and stuff of just because they just paint him red completely yeah. for every single episode uh man that's such a funny show all right any final thoughts any final butts anything else we need to hit on uh before we wrap this some bitch up no no i just i just feel like everybody should take this as a list of films that help you build your October watchings. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not just that we gave you films with good butts. We gave you good films with butts, except for bloodlust yeah. zombies. Don't watch it <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. yeah. And maybe, and maybe poultry guys. <laughs> no, no. Watch poultry guys. That movie rules. Yeah, No, it's worth a watch. That's where that's worth a watch. Uh, but just Far get ready to be singing that song. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Uh, so that's our episode. That's our that's our horror butts mini sode. Like I said, continue to ch- to uh, check in with us here throughout the old spooky season because we're gonna have some fun stuff to talk about. We're gonna be you know doing some definite Halloween centric things next week. We are going to talk about literally my two favorite films of all time: Halloween nineteen seventy eight uh, and The Thing nineteen eighty two, both directed by one Mister John Carpenter. I'm gonna talk for about five seconds about assault on precinct 13 then turn over the floor to these two uh and they're going to argue and i'm going to ultimately really i mean this is going to be a a big deal for me i'm ultimately going to have to decide (laughs) which movie i like better which is something that i've never been forced to do before it's given me a lot of anxiety um and we'll see how it plays out it's going to be a goddamn slobber knocker you guys and then it's going to determine who's going to take home that some bitch and championship belt for the month of october uh which is of course the super bowl of spooky season guys so get out there enjoy yourself you know what before next episode make sure you get yourself some dang old pumpkin beers or some freaking uh uh you know at least bring yourself a little psl a little rum splashed in or something like that because we're <laughs> going to be we are going to be digging in for a slobber knocker and again Go follow us on the social medias. Just type Halloween is forever in there on one of them platforms. And if you've got uh, once again, if you like the show and you haven't done this already, go on one of them old platforms where you get your podcasts and give us a five star review. 
and write a little something like, hey, these guys are all right or whatever. And then uh, shoot me a note in the DMs on the Instagrams and I'll send you some dang old Halloween is forever stickers uh, if you want some. So we always appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Anything else? I think that's about it, right? No, just get ready for Brian Sophie's choice next week. I'm going to Sophie's <laughs> choice it. And, um, you know, in the meantime, go out there and, and, you know, hug a butt, <laughs> kiss a butt, enjoy the butts, enjoy the butts in your life. Uh, and, and keep watching some, you know, alert us if there was any fantastic horror butts that we forgot for the Halloween's forever crew. I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm butthead. I mean, Steve. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See you later, guys. Peace.